What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you're listening to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, quite a few different things. But first off, we have a, a guest that we're going to introduce. Special guest. Uh, one of my, my best friends that uh, from A1 from day one, my homeboy Ken Dog. What's up? What's good, brother? Yeah, good to be here, man. Glad you guys could uh, have me on and, you know... Happy to come through and discuss no doubt, these yeah. things with you guys. You all the way from the West Coast, man. We had to we had to get you on, dog. He's an avid listener of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. You guys do your thing on here, and so you know, uh, I'm glad to just be able to come through and, and chop it up with y'all, man. No doubt. Set man. you straight on a couple things. <laughs> oh, okay. Set us straight. Now. I appreciate that. So, Ken, the Ken dog, man. We we go way back. Um, Kenny was actually in my original rap group. A lot of oh, people really? don't know this. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. was in. He was in for about forty-eight hours. Exactly. Uh, we we, we try to we try to write raps, and Ken was like, "Yo, yeah, how out. how are you doing this?" <laughs> so so when you when you were doing your little your little take that take that take that right. on the talent All show, was he in the group? Boy. Yeah. All so who, who, so who he was Kenny? the original Biggie. Oh word! In yeah. the in the the Mo Money Mo Problems talent show thing yeah, that we talked about in the first episode. You guys just. Uh, killed it right yeah, just well, shut it down well, he actually yeah. wasn't in it because oh. of the fact that i think you, your mom had something that yeah, day or something I, could, I just couldn't make it on that right to the rehearsals that we were doing or whatever and so you know? then the, my other homie Y'all daniel that's cute. uh was uh <laughs> took his place as as biggie in the uh in the talent show but yeah man uh we go way back uh one of my fondest memories with, with kenny is uh when we were kids we used to like I said, we had uh, I had the whole like source and double XL whatever magazines. Right. We would look, we would like be like, what albums are gonna come out, you know, for the next few months? Yeah. And we just divide it up. Like he'd be like, I'm gonna buy the Nori album. I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna buy yeah. Jail oh. Felony. I'm gonna yeah, buy Master P. And then we would dub them for each other. Right. And like I make a tape of the albums I bought. He make a tape of the albums he bought. We would like trade. I like them. that. I like so, that. Yeah. So the, I mean, uh, this the, is the like original record pool right there. That's, right. that's how you do record sharing. Exactly. I like that. That's so cool. this is one of the homies like that I really came into like loving hip hop, you know, with. And he's definitely like been there throughout. You know, mm-hmm. always had had all the same records. Had opinions. We always share opinions on albums oh, and stuff like that. And so you're in town for the for the holiday weekend? Yeah, yeah. I just came out here with uh, my wife and my daughter. They're oh, kind cool. of doing the shopping thing. We did some of the touristy <laughs> DC stuff. You know, okay. we went to the National Mall. Yeah, we, uh, you know, hung out, saw the monuments and stuff. So it's, okay. it's a cool city, man. And it's a it's it's a holiday weekend. Uh, at the right. time of the recording is going to be Fourth of July weekend, which yeah. is probably going to be uh, real. I don't know for folks like my mom who are probably more patriotic than I am. It's a real, mm-hmm. real, real downtime, you know, because she doesn't like uh, Trump is in office. For me, I'm just like, I mean, it's yeah, we're just gonna party anyway. Bring so, on the fireworks, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> ain't, ain't no big deal for me and my folks. Just like, yeah, you know, and he's new. in the heart of it because he's staying uh, Pentagon City. Okay, so, uh, all right, yeah, yeah. We actually we tried to get a. Uh, a White House visit, but we I think we asked for it too late. But we we actually did end up seeing Mike Pence. Oh, that's at, great! Uh, yeah, exactly. And all his whiteness. Exactly. I, I asked his wife. I was like, "Did you slap him?" She's like, "Nah, I couldn't get close enough." Yeah, nah, nah. It was like an arm's length. I even had the baby. I was like, "You know, you want to kiss her, get some black votes, man." Like, Photo op. I don't know. Like, nah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, so many people would have been mad about that. All right. So like uh like I said, uh right now at the time of this recording, um. It's July 1st today. Yep. And so we're going to be talking about several things. We'll be doing some, 
I guess some relative like you know just recaps. Uh, there, there's been some some hip hop news, but we also yeah. thought it'd be a good time to break down what we thought was the best album, our best hip hop centered album, mm-hmm. uh, to come out thus far. Yeah, and, man, uh, I think in, in I think it's, it's dope that we we are actually recording this at the midway point yes. of the year. I feel like we can kind of sh- start talking about what's the best album so far of the year we're halfway through i mean somebody could sweep it in the 11th hour and kill it a lot of <laughs> times though, happened. <laughs> right a, a lot of times though you know you get you get a good idea of what the year is going to look like at the halfway point like so i mean okay. i don't know i don't think people drop dope albums in the summer sometimes you get a couple in the fall yeah. it really but but a lot of times lately i feel like it's been somebody's come with a strong album early in the year and nobody's really matched it no, that's probably true yeah um so do you want to talk about those albums first or you just want to get into like some current events let's do the current events first we got another we got another moment that's almost as funny as the soldier boy moment uh that we could talk about so all right uh, i'm not sure if you know who who follows Yinka on uh, or on Yinka on Facebook or who follows us on on Eighties Babies right. on Facebook, but Yinka likes to post these uh, you know <laughs> everyday struggle YouTube clips from from Complex, right. and so I you know he's been doing this for a while, and so right. and so I start watching and it's yeah I mean we post we post various yeah. I, I try to post relevant content things it's, that it's we would be interested it's always, to it's always, with, it always provides a highlight to my but day. I think everyday struggle actually. A lot of the things that they cover are yeah. are very relevant, and I think they're specifically relevant to us as '80s oh, yeah. babies oh, because absolutely. because yeah. Joe Budden kind of plays this elder statesman, yes. uh, curmudgeonly, yeah. he's like only, he's angry. Only, he's, 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 he's like he's like 1980, I think. He's he's like 36 or 37. He's like yeah, he's like yeah. mid 30s, not yeah. that old at right. all. But uh, but he likes to play the the elder statesman, angry the guy curmudgeon sometimes. <laughs> and uh, and I think this particular moment with the Migos was perfect i think i may have posted the thing about yachty and i thought that was decent but this migos moment is- you you posted <laughs> the stuff about yachty you posted yeah. the stuff about uh vic mensa yeah, i didn't no, apparently was there was crazy. a there was a wale thing that kind of i never saw yeah. that one i didn't that watch one that one was, yeah yeah, that, yeah i didn't see that um mm. but the great thing about uh everyday struggle is the dynamic between uh, Joe Budden and DJ Academics, and I've got just some hands already. <laughs> <laughs> There's like true disdain there from Joe to Academics. I yeah, feel and like. it seems like it, it wasn't really, it wasn't really like something that would be a problem until this Migos situation happened. In my so opinion. let's so let's talk about. Let's, so should we talk about the BET Awards first in general, or do you just want to go straight into to this I mean, confrontation? Doug, it's the BET Awards, so no. Like, well, is it worth is it yeah. worth well, us having thing, a conversation? Though. That's the thing. About, so right? I don't watch the BET Awards. Yeah, I'm likewise. not sure if I've ever watched the BET Awards. Uh, okay. I'm really not sure if I have, but yet I know folks mm-hmm. who whose musical opinions I respect and mm-hmm. other folks whose musical opinions I couldn't give a shit about. But they all, like, a lot of them get into this okay. BAT war stuff. And I feel like some folks, they kind of they kind of do it out of a fear of missing out. They kind of mm-hmm. do it just because yeah, they know so it'll too. be entertainment. But I know some folks who also take this shit real yeah, serious. These and days, I, you, you just, I mean, I just stream the best parts. Right, you know, like, and that's, uh, that's yeah. exactly like what my speech, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. the um, little, ch- you know, Chance's speech. Like so, like, my, my whole deal is, and I tell people this, and they tell me I'm a hater, but it's just like, <laughs> in 2017, they're going to chop up the ciphers and they're going to be on the internet the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, any piece that I care about, 
it's going to be talked about so much right. and reblogged that all I have to do is wake up the next day and watch it. So it's okay. just like, why would I sit there and take two hours out of my time to hear a little Uzi Vert and all these other people talk about right. how they have the best album of the year? Like, it's just, it's not even worth my time to sit there and be invested in like something that I don't really respect that much yeah, at no, an I'm institution. Saying. You know what I'm saying? Do you, do you think um, that we should be supportive of BET and the BET Awards? No. I got you. Um, I agree with you, but I'm curious. I, I wanted yeah. to, you. You seem very adamant about. I'm that. very adamant about right. it. Um, I mean, ever since Bob Johnson so got it, rid of that yeah, joint, like, yeah, I, yeah. why? Do, why should we support them? I feel you. <laughs> but yeah, it's, not, you it's not really a great. There's not a lot of great content. I feel like yeah. either in the in the award show, like mm -hmm. there some. It seems like the uh, there were a couple of good performances. Like I like Big Sean's performance. Yeah, um, I haven't seen know, that. But, and it's so weird it, it, to me the way pop pop culture has 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 really fleeced everything from hip-hop culture that it can possibly take <laughs> yes, right because everything the, the, these award shows they're already they're already something that's derivative right mm -hmm. where where people like iggy azalea and and g easy and macklemore are going to win all the the awards at places like this mm -hmm. that are supposed to be you know of the culture and we can talk about that separately because that's something totally different okay. but but um Additionally, they brought in this, the ideas of the ciphers and people were like, oh, OK, I don't think they thought the ciphers were going to do that well. So they brought like real MCs like the first right. BET ciphers was like was We're like Slaughterhouse. Which, I think Slaughterhouse was, was one of the first. One. When was this? Maybe like four years ago. Oh, OK. okay yeah. Okay, like okay. so they they all they brought this idea of, OK, we're going to have these ciphers and they and they did like one cipher. Was was, and, was um, that the one with like Button and Eminem and someone else? Or I was think that, that might have been the first year. That, um, they had one with uh, Eminem was in it. Yeah. I think, uh, Black Thought was in right, it. Right. Right. Yeah, so I they had these ciphers with like Talib Kweli, Black Thought. Eminem, like like yeah. dudes that were like formidable MCs. Legit, legitimate MCs. Right. Legitimate and um and and people loved it, like to yeah. the point where when they started chopping up the programming and sending it out there, that was what everybody was retweeting and talking about. Nice. Okay. So BET said, okay, let's open this up. We want to have more ciphers. I think they did one that was like a singing cipher with like um Aunt, like Angie Stone or just I think Scott I have seen like, something like the singing yeah, cipher, Erica which was Badu interesting and, to me. But yeah, it's no, cool. but that but that's dope too because yeah, it's still yeah, the culture, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it gets to be a problem when um and and Premier has talked about this. DJ Premier has talked about this in several um interviews because he was orig the original DJ in the background of the ciphers. Okay, yeah, and I think so, I do remember that. Okay. Yeah, so like year two or year three, they came to him and they said, okay, we're gonna have these guys. We're gonna have uh we're gonna have Justin Bieber. Uh, Tory Lanes, like they just start throwing out these names of people who were, who were, and and so so Premier was like, I'm cool with it, but are they writing their own rhymes? Yeah, and BET was like, Yeah, that's not our it responsibility, <laughs> right? And and Premier was like, Well, look, I'm not gonna let like my rule is I'm not gonna let anybody come on if they're not gonna write their own rhyme. He also complained rule. about the fact that like people were coming on there and they would have to do seven, ten, twenty takes. He's like, this is a cipher. Yeah. You mess up, you just got to keep going. Basics. Like that's that's. So I mean, they fleeced the culture yeah. to make money off of it. And the moment that they had, um, yeah. you know, the mumble yeah. rappers come on there, <laughs> right. that, that became like a viral thing, yeah. right? Because these dudes were on there, like Yachty, yeah, and, uh, and Kodak Black, Kodak Black. You saw the, you talked about that one. I talked about the the double XL, double XL freshman yeah. one, yeah. Which I mean, all did a cipher, and it was like yeah. that's when it kind of started. Where people was like, yo, this isn't right. rap, like this is a cipher video. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the dudes were like nodding their heads and vibing it. Like, yo, fam, like 
But uh, yeah, I mean, so again, that's the reason why I don't think that there's a, a necessarily a need to mm-hmm. to like rally behind them and support them. Like they're they're not doing anything for us or our culture. Okay, so I guess good for BET then that there was this uh, this scuffle. Yeah, uh, and it's funny. Scuffles. It's funny because I saw a Joe Button uh, follow-up interview, and they said, "Yeah, well, you know, you said that Migos wasn't going to give a, a good interview, and it wasn't a good interview." And he said, "Actually, it was a great interview." Yeah, because from the perspective of BT and Complex, like yeah. they got this viral moment mm-hmm. that everybody's exactly. trying to access. So exactly. yeah. we're in a an, an day and age where no press is bad press. Every right. time Kanye chases a, a cameraman or <laughs> you know does some ridiculous shit oh, off the oh, henny, you know that's like that's good press. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah. So I don't know if you want to go into the moment or what happened. Yeah. So essentially, uh, it, it depends on whose story that you want to <laughs> believe. There's Joe Budden's story. Uh-huh. I haven't heard the Migos' perspective because I'm not sure if it really matters. Yeah. Um, and then there's academics' story. And Yo, I still haven't heard the academic story, and I think you sent it to me. I just didn't watch it. So we'll get into the Joe Budden's one first because that's the one that was most out there. Uh-huh. And I do. I think that act has a point Hmm. academics biggest point is just like look joe budden really kind of got out in front of this Mm -hmm. uh, in front on this and kind of made sure that everybody knew his side of the story therefore he kind of got to sculpt the narrative yeah an academic is like but he didn't really tell the whole thing okay what did did we miss let us us know so so according to joe budden um the one of the managers for Migos right. saw him earlier in the day and uh-huh. was just like, "Hey, you're not going to talk about Yachty." And, and he was we, buying socks because yeah, he needed yeah, socks because yeah, yeah. he had to get socks. Right, I heard that about five times. And Button was right. like, "Yeah, cool. I don't know who you are, but I'm not going to talk about Yachty. Like, I'm good." Right. Then they get to the interview, and he didn't want to interview Migos in the first place because he said, "You know, it's a bad interview. This, right. that, and the other." Right. I'm not so sure how much of that I believe, but. I think it's there. I mean, I'm not Migos sure. Migos is one of the most popular acts right yeah. now. How are you yeah. gonna not want to interview? Yeah, but 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 they but they're they are notorious for giving bad interviews. Yeah, but I, additionally, I guess I've never watched Migos interviews. Yeah, <laughs> additionally, if you're if you're uh, if that's your job, you, yeah. you have to do it. Right? Like, why would you not uh, do it? And and right. Joe Budden has been checked for that. Uh, uh, there have been several people who were kind of in Joe Budden's camp, mm-hmm. not in his camp, but they were like on his side, like they understand. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're a media personality, like. If you're not going to do that, why, why are you yeah, doing this? Yeah, why are you doing this? Right. right. Um, and so, you know, he they, they get to the interview. He tries to shake their hands. And I think Quavo mm. flat out just won't shake his hand. Right. So he's like, all right, it's going to be that kind of vibe. Right. And so he's he's he probably has his energy like, I don't want to fucking be here. And they have their energy like, oh, you know, according to Joe Bunny, he's like, oh, you know, they're giving me their, their ass to kiss. I'm not going yeah. to do that. Yeah. Right. And academic is being like major, major fanboy academic. Oh like God. He likes Always. to be. I'm, a, I'm, right. a, I'm going to talk about academic later. Okay. I, I'm going to try to be fair. All right. I'm going to try to be fair. Um, but then, you know, Joe Budden supposedly gets assigned to wrap it up. And then, you know, he, he just he just gets up and leaves and then right. drops the mic, right. which was very disrespectful. Yeah. He acknowledged. He's like, yeah, I was being disrespectful. It was disrespectful. So then Migos gets up and they, they kind of want to do something. Now, he says, he says, like, I don't, you know, nothing's going on. Like, I don't want to do nothing, whatever. And so he goes away. So according to Academic, though, okay. the part of the interview that got edited out was mm-hmm. when p i guess their manager said that came, he checked interviewed them. the interview and said that he pressed him and i'm a, the way academic tells it he's almost like the uh he makes it seem like joe budden kind of got put in his place okay like almost got like a little like he, academic makes it seem like they were all pressing him mm. and so that when the way academic likes to tell it is that 
Joe Budden kind of got up to leave mm -hmm. because he was a little shook almost. That was the impression that I got from academic and so, and academic backs that up by saying it's like, you're you're off the air you're telling you're telling the world that you know you could take two and a half of those cats by yourself right. which i think that if you no guns and no weapons in the equation that's i mean true. they're small yeah that's quavo true. is tiny <laughs> he's got he's what like a buck 40 maybe right he's a small dude and joe yeah. bunnan is a he's got grown man strength like mm. I, you know and I, feel, I feel like with the sorry to cut you off um the, the interviews and the dynamic I've seen between academic and Joe Buttons, like <laughs> mm. they're trying to, like, so if there was one interview, I can't remember which one, where, you know, it's like Joe and whoever uh, they're interviewing are on one side, yeah. shitting on academics, yeah. or on, you know, and then that there's another part mental. where, like, you know, and academics is like, you know, really trying to defend himself. Yeah. Right. You know, I think it was, um, the Vic Mensa, Vic Mensa interview right, right, right. basically right. called him like a bitch, right? right. He's yeah, like, right. And Joe's just sitting there like, <laughs> yeah. pretty much yeah. like, yeah. But, but, Joe, but Joe was an instigator. Him, right. But, but so, Joe was so an I, instigator. So yeah. then I feel like yeah. Academic has a reason to want to kind of put Joe in that That's light true. now. Like, yo, yeah. now it's your turn to kind but of... But I, I, I don't necessarily buy Academic's argument. Yeah. Because I think that, look, academic is what, 27, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I know that an academic will admit, he's like, I'm, I'm not from the street. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not from the hood. Right. Um, and he's like, you know, I don't mind if someone calls me soft because I'm not going to pretend to be a gangster like that. You know, he tries to be honest mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. I don't think that Joe should have called him a pussy, yeah, even I though I so found it mad entertaining. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not necessarily going to say that I disagree. But, yeah. but. Um, I think where I don't really buy what academic is saying is that mm. like he's basically saying that why didn't you say that when you were there? And I'm mm. like, look, just because Joe Budden may not be a soft dude, just because he can throw down doesn't mean he's dumb enough to throw down in that situation. Yeah. Like that's I mean, a bad Budden, look for him does, career wise. It, exactly. it does not behoove I mean, that you to, do to pick a fight and, with the Migo. It just doesn't. And Joe talked about this, right? I mean, yeah. okay. You're on the BET red carpet. Right. Like, there's a million securities exactly. everywhere. Like, there's nothing cops good is everywhere. Come from a competition. And then it's an NBA thirty deep. <laughs> Everybody gets stuff right, in the face. Right. Nobody wants to right. Do it. Exactly. Yeah. There's and they're like thirty deep. I mean, the other thing is, and I'll just say this from the perspective of of the Migos, since the Migos mm -hmm. aren't there to speak for for themselves. While they are some tiny dudes. Uh, from what I hear, they also have some guns that might be bigger than them. So, I sure. mean, let's not say that these dudes are just completely soft because oh, they didn't want to throw at that I, point in time. I said but if you took weapons out of the equation. Fair. That's all but, I said. But I, I, don't think, I don't think that they wanted that altercation, yeah. right? I mean, it looked like it, they, 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 took, they stood up for like five straight minutes. I'm, you know I, what I mean? Like, I actually, I actually <laughs> I'm going to disagree with you on that. And okay. Here's why. Here's why. Mm -hmm. uh, two reasons. Um, I can't. The other reason why I can't take academic side on this is because uh, the Migos aren't ready, and in the sense that they're 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 young. I think the oldest one, Quavo, is what twenty six. Okay. And the youngest one is his nephew, who's like twenty two or twenty three, something like that. Right. That's uh, Takeoff. Now, I don't and, even know how you know these guys by name, but yeah. Uh, I listened to the album. I <laughs> actually, gotta do is hear a song. Just say it. Like, that's yeah. true. I actually, uh, in terms of artistic output i'm actually not going to hate on them I, it's not it's not music that i would prefer but i understand why people like them like i i do get it um but i think that 
if if you were really about it in that situation, or if you were really like legit and and, and mature and whatever in that situation, like the moment that Joe Buttons does that, you laugh at it. And you're just like, yeah, look at him just walking off. Like the fact that they stood mm-hmm. up. You know, like, no, no, that's what I know. said. I said they didn't want they didn't want that altercation. No, but I'm just and, saying that they to me they're just not like they're they were not like there's no way you could take their side in in, in that like mm. it's just a dumb thing to in my opinion to like stand up and be like oh what are you trying you, to do what you, you also, trying to do just you, like let it go you also saw the um the the news that they had an almost altercation with, with chris, chris brown, brown and later that was that gonna be my second after point. party it's like so i mean how yeah. many almost altercations can you yeah. really have right like yeah, I mean, but, it, it is what it is. But you know, uh, look, they're young. Um, who knows? Maybe they, maybe they feel like they need to get that street cred out there. I don't know. Um, but I mean, look, no disrespect to them as artists. Like I, I listened to that album. Um, it wasn't bad. It made so. it made for an entertaining moment, and I yeah. think that's really all we're trying to talk about here is the moment, right? I don't I don't really care about the long term uh, legacy of the Migos, um, and and I mean Joe as an interviewer, I think this kind of becomes a crossroads, like yeah. you know, because you got to make decisions, like yeah, right. is this what you want to do? Old head, curmudgeon yeah. type dude, like you said, he's going to become like a caricature of himself, right? Any yeah. New artist that comes out and mm. it's different you know and it's weird because he he's like yeah. he's a so he's a card carrying drake fan right who is he yes oh, wow yeah. I didn't he's, know he's, he's, he's one of drake's minute. drake's biggest fans who also happened to diss him and have some sort of weird kind of one-sided beef with him um he's a fan of, or at least he says he's a fan of a lot of these dudes who he ends up having these these conversations with so it's yeah. just like are you know maybe this is just your persona where you're just going to go against these people even though when they're not there and you talk about them you have nothing but positive things to say about them so the the real big talking point for me though is this relationship between joe budden and his co-host uh dj academic and i i never met dj academic Mm -hmm. um but i have to say that from what I have seen of him online, either he does this to himself yeah. or Complex just kind of makes him out to look really, really bad. I think he's just an internet fanboy. And, he, and I think, like. and I think he, he, he's not, he, he doesn't have enough stripes under his belt to, to be in the position that he's in. And that's why you have situations where, you know, Joe's saying that the, the producers are, are signaling to Wrapped wrap up, up and he's so absorbed in, you know, trying to talk to the Migos because he's such a fan, I guess, that he that doesn't was, even see the indication that they're supposed to wrap the show, things like that. That was also a stupid fucking question for him to ask uh, Takeoff. <laughs> like, uh, my thing is this. First of all, Takeoff has probably heard it before. Right. If you are a media personality and you're, gonna, you're going to say that Joe was being very unprofessional in that situation, which he was, mm. but if you're going to... You know, pretend to have that kind of acumen. Then you need to be able to read his body language. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I understand that he couldn't hear them, I get that. He had no fucking business asking him that question. All it's going yeah. to do is aggravate him. You and, know what? Though? If you are a fan, if you are a fan, don't aggravate the person that you're. You know, if you're you, going you, to to kiss the rat, give them give them layup questions. We, we, yeah. We've talked we've talked about this, and I think I think Kenny hit, hit the nail on the head. You're, you're you're interviewing a group that's difficult to interview, and sure. you're asking a question like that. Now, if you're interviewing a tribe called Quest or mm-hmm. something like that, and you're like, you know, Q-Tip, you're a, you're a major you know player, and like, why why was this a solo song for Fife? Like you can ask that question right, yeah. to somebody when you've, sure. you've engaged and they're engaging with you. But when you're like, you're in a position where you can't even hear the person you're asking them like, yeah. and then you ask him a question like that. Yeah. And you ask him in a way where he, he said, 
why were you left off bad and bougie? So it yeah, makes it sound like he even like, made the joke about oh, yeah. you, just take off. How did you feel about being taken off? Like yeah, wow, like wow. yeah, he real, just real, wow. broached that wrong. <laughs> like I think it would have been a good piece of journalism because as you guys haven't heard, but we we did when we did the Panama episode, Panama mm-hmm. actually had like a whole rant about how you know takeoff got taken off, and he wanted to know you know what that was like. And so I think yeah. a lot of people are like in, would be interested to like hear the backstory of that, but you're not gonna get that. You not gonna get it on the red carpet like that that's just a horrible idea and and the whole thing with vic mensa i went back to go listen to the thing that vic mensa was complaining about Mm -hmm. and he's absolutely right there Mm -hmm. were some youtube comments there were were some youtube comments that were like wow vic mensa got his panties in a bunch over this and it's just like nah dog like yeah he's he's 100 right like look if you think Ak was trying to. I haven't seen the whole series, but Ak mm-hmm. is pretty much trying to, you know, say that you know he he's, he thinks that he's adding like a positive contribution to this. That's a and lie. It's just like yeah. he's. Not, I, don't, I don't even think he's trying to make a positive contribution to it. I think it's something that him, as a suburban internet fanboy, yeah. he's interested. He think he thinks it's cool. He thinks it's funny. Yeah. And the thing is, like the the throwing a funny twist on something like that, especially yeah. when you when you're closely linked to it, it's really really not funny. No, you know? it, it like, definitely wasn't. And it, the thing yeah. that he needs to understand and anybody who's talking about the situations need to understand is that look if you're going to look at specifically the situation in Chirac right. and you're going to you're going to hear all the things that they're talking about like the idea that they're keeping score right. of, of deaths which is which is crazy right? right if you think that that's crazy then understand that that crazy situation is an actual reality right. for people which right. means that you can't break it down the way in your mind like a normal sane individual would like so it doesn't make sense so therefore you can't he's breaking it down like it's a like it's a video game and that's the problem is like those are real people with real lives and i think vic i think vic like i we've talked about this before i'm not a vic mensa fan Mm -hmm. i'm not a big fan of his music i do want to root for him after this yeah but after i heard him there i really wanted to root for him and it's it's funny because actually most of the people that have gone on everyday struggle i've liked them more when they walked away including yadi yeah i have yeah, no respect yeah, for yadi yeah, after yeah. i heard yadi on there i was like oh yeah he you know i mean he's, he seems like he's about yeah, what he's about I... I don't want to hear his music <laughs> i actually didn't you didn't uh, think he came away in a more positive light than no he, when he i got think there? he came away worse so i, I also though I, I i had a piece of suspension of of disbelief with the whole um he he doesn't know that he has a 360 deal thing i think a lot of people it's, jumped on that and i don't think that i don't i didn't think that that was true to me i, I think the thing for yadi is yadi wants to come off as if he's like intelligent and i think that he's really insecure about a lot of shit that he doesn't know the simple mm. fact that he got called out for calling a cello a wind instrument and didn't realize it really really goes to show yeah. like his lack of education in some areas and no he's the, the I'm, he, line, i don't think he's smart yadi that's the thing though yadi is a coon rapper and i think that i've i've <laughs> talked to my my black friends who uh-huh. love migos love two chains right, right. love future yeah. and they fucking can't stand yadi mm. i've not met one black person i know who actually likes yadi Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, from what I can tell, he's only getting popular because these white folks or whoever look at him and be like, look at that fucking coon over there, mm. you know, with his with his skittled skittled teeth so you and his red and you his don't red think that in his hair. A lot of this shit out here is coonery, like like I, but like no, the, but the, I the think current scene. Takes it to but a but here's level. the thing, though. I think but that, more so than little Uzi Vert. Yes, little Uzi Vert. That's a look. Yeah, let me not, let me not <laughs> same red hair. It's I mean, a, the only difference but, is the skittles on, in the mouth. Fair right? enough. Fair enough. But 
like fine. I've heard whatever. a couple of tracks where Uzi actually puts together some bars. I, don't, I actually I don't heard think a, the Uzi. I, listening to that Ebro interview, mm-hmm. as much as I didn't like Uzi, mm-hmm. I don't think that Uzi is is dumb. Dumb. I don't think he's. I don't think he's dumb at all. I think that he has a lot more awareness, but, but especially the, the, than Yachty. The deal is where we are. Where we are in terms of current popular mainstream rap is it's hundred and ten percent escapism. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why all these young dudes are talking about, yo, we don't want to hear about all those bars and shit, bro. Yeah. We just want to have fun, bro. Like yeah. all all the records, all of this shit is is about just like let's just pretend like none of us here have any sense and just say a bunch of dumb shit. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what's popular now. Yeah. And so like that's why somebody like little yachty is getting fucking sprite deals because yeah. i and I, i've talked about this before people are probably not going to like my opinion that i'm about to state but i'll state, state it, it. Stay me and my little brother we, we always talked about when when gucci man first first blew up right I fucks with gucci and yeah everybody fucks with gucci <laughs> i'm i i like gucci and i appreciate him for what he is uh-huh. but i'm not going to sit here and say he's like people try to put him on these these great cannons it's like okay whatever i fucks with gucci anyway <laughs> Gucci Man, I've told my brother the reason why Gucci Man wins is because you can't do anything halfway and be successful in pop. In pop mm-hmm. culture, um, people want to see the furthest extent of whatever it is, yeah. right? You and that's why a lot of a lot of artists like a Joe Budden, right? Joe mm-hmm. Budden's like a dope, a dope MC, whatever. But he's just kind of in the middle of the road. Like right. he raps, but then he kind of tries to do some mainstream stuff, but then yeah. he's kind of just still like a rapper. All right, cool. But if you want to be wildly successful, you have to take whatever it is and take it to the extreme. If you're gonna be a coon rapper, you gotta coon all the fucking and way. He definitely if you, coons all if the you way. wanna say, yo, I'm an alcoholic, that's what your 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 image is. You you gotta show blatant alcoholism mm-hmm. like like and that's what it is with with little yachty he's gonna win because this is what people like right now they like yeah. escapism and stupidity and he's the dumbest motherfucker out there yeah but uh, yeah, but but i mean look like i just <laughs> you're right my, my point is that like I, I walked away from that interview just not thinking i thought less mm. of him before be, be, yeah. be, because i think before that i just kind of like oh like he's intentionally doing all this stuff and i think he like mm. kind of likes to portray that yeah but it's but not then true, watching that interview i'm like nah i don't think you really understand how I think bad I, it is out here i think i you. went into it thinking he was a, a complete moron and when he could speak english i was like oh wow he's like he actually can speak english a little bit the only thing is um and i think joe budden kind of pointed this out in the 360 deal conversation I don't think he really completely understands contracts. I think he knows he that he's to, in a he 360 deal. I mean, right. yeah, yeah, he just, he probably just made it. He, he, this has happened so, he's right. blown up so quickly. Right. He probably never even thought about yeah. any of that. No, but know? apparently he, and, ha- apparently and, his album did not do well. Supposedly, and supposedly, you know, Joe Budden feels as though his QC people think that the Joe Budden interview has something to do with that. Which, which it did not. Hey, there's no way. It did not. Right? Because the people that there's no are s- buying his albums, they don't yeah, know yeah. who the fuck Joe Budden is exactly. and they probably don't watch Everyday Struggle. Exactly. I just feel like this, this, the difference between, you know, like the Migos type rap and some somebody like Lil Yachty is that mm. when when you're listening to music, like there's a space for everything, right? So right. like you want to hear Migos, you know, in the club, you know, kind of wilding out, whatever. Right, right. You know, you want to hear, you know, I don't know, Joe Budden if you want to get, you know, your intro perspective type thing 
Where does Yachty fit into that? Like, when do you want to listen he's to only, a little Yachty track? You only want to listen to a little Yachty track if you feel like making fun of Negroes. Like that's that's but see, but see, that's and that's and I think you're you're pretty spot on with that, right? I think that's what the the lane that they're trying to carve out for him is like he's this like misunderstood person and so you know they give him an album cover and all That's the people true. on the album yeah, cover are supposed right to also be like outcasts like outcast. people that he, are he brought that up in yeah. the interview like i'm an outcast look right. at my cover like right. you know that's what all these people are so i mean whereas migos even though they look like bandaleros or some shit um mm-hmm. in the way they dress they're supposed to be cool like they're trendy they're fly they're, they got, they're, they they're cool right uh, uh, little yeah. yachty's supposed to not be cool and you listen yeah, to the yeah. other guy um kyle is his name it has yeah. a um i spy song with little yeah, Yachty. The, the same deal the song he's basically he's talking about how like song. he can get this girl <laughs> it's mad catchy Ky- kyle's part is dope like that's what i mean yeah. like, like but uh, Yadi's part is like I could do without it. Right, but it's like this, this we, like we outcast so track. Talking like, about Yadi, <laughs> we're, we're talking about music where it's like yeah, no. you know my my whole angle is like I'm not really accepted. People don't really like me, you know. But like despite Aww. that, I'm still happy. That's Aww. what it is. It's, it's emo rap. Yeah. yeah. And 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 his I'm album. Sorry, I'm not sorry. His album is called Teenage Emotions. Oh. <laughs> Do you need a hug? That's what it is. And it's funny because I was talking to Kenny about this yesterday. Um, There was a period of time where emo rock was the shit. Teenagers loved oh, these yeah. songs. They were like, oh, no, no, my daddy like, hates me. I'm yeah. so mad. My mom French won't give me this. Except, except, except that's like, <laughs> That's what it is. It's that's that's what it is. Rap. That's the rap. Yeah, it's the rap version of it. It's like, yo, I'm a teenager and I'm so sad that like I don't get all the things I want in the world. Yeah. Cool. Oh. All right. Well, I, I think that we'll probably wrap it up for the yeah. uh, for the, the 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 moments, the the, the yeah. news, if you will. We'll probably have to chop this in it too. Um, so yeah, y- y'all want to talk about the album of the year uh, uh, conversation? So sure, we could do that. Uh, yeah. Why don't y'all start off? I, I think. It, do you want to start by mentioning that Jay Z just out of nowhere dropped the four 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 album? I mean, or do you want to talk about it in the context of our album of the year conversation? Let's talk about it in the. Let's do the latter. Let's Mm -hmm. just go through. You know. Okay. What you know so far? Like, what do you think is the best? I mean, so, I think I already so, know what your answer is. So I think we should start with Kenny because yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, Kenny right. Kenny prompted this discussion. We had a conversation. Yeah. Oh, just in, just in a text message. Like, right. What, what, what should we talk about? Um, and kind of going when I think about album of the year, right? So I'm thinking about something that like, what do I what am I listening to mm-hmm. all the time this year? Right. Okay. Um, and this isn't in any particular order, but what I'm listening to. So obviously Kendrick, okay. Mm, okay. Um, you know, obviously um, I listen to the Drake list, but I don't know if I'm going to put that in a rap album right, right. discussion. We can, why not? So so those are the two, and those are the kind of. Did the, you listen to that a lot, the Drake? Not, a, I mean, I didn't listen to it a ton, but because Erica tried to call you out, she's like, "You love yeah. Drake." No, I mean, listen. So <laughs> yeah, like, so like, listen, oh, and so every every time, I feel like every time you talk about Drake, you have to do this thing where you say like. I like Drake. Right. Okay, I like him for what he is. I like Drake. You know, yeah. And I'm not. It's not. I mean, yeah, but he's yeah. not like a rapper. Right, he's not right, one of my right. favorite rappers. He can spit when yeah. he wants to, but so you guys know this stuff already. So, right. Um, I listen to the Wale joint mm-hmm. a lot, and, yeah. and when I actually thought about it, 
that might be the album that I've listened to the my, most. My man this said year. Wale okay. was the album of the year. So I, was like, I said, what I said is that <laughs> that might be one of the albums of the year that I have to put up in that discussion. Okay. Okay. I also listened to the DJ Quick and the Problem. Right. I need to listen to that. Joint. So we argued about and this yesterday because, because uh, I said, well, the Rose Prans EP came out last year. Right. And this one, they just kind of added some tracks on it to put it out as an album. Exactly. But, but so, no, but that's, that's know, a good. When it came out last year, I, I kind of didn't really listen to it. And okay. When we put it back out, I was like, oh, okay. So yeah. I listened to that a bunch. Um, David Banner dropped an album. Which I need I, to listen to. I heard it's actually good. It's, it's a good album. Yeah. So, I listen, so I listen to that a lot. But if I was going to say, like, what am I listening to the most in, in order? I'm, there's stuff I'm forgetting, I'm sure, in the discussion will big sean okay, okay I, I, I just listened to big sean yesterday the day before and mm-hmm. i liked it i think it was the day before yeah, it's a dope okay. album I, I, big I sean's flow yeah. and i think what he does in the tracks like there's not a lot of people that are doing the same like you just don't listen to big sean and you hear you know other people's stuff like right i feel like on this album he's um coming to like a little bit of away from stuff on his last album which mm-hmm. was, i can't remember what it was called but it was not back to the dark skies yeah that, yeah whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you know this one is, is a lot better than that right. um, I, I liked it i thought it was a, a positive uh yeah. album there's a lot of there's a lot of positive positive songs on it i think the mm-hmm. the track that Except i appreciated the most talks about uh jumped out the window like, no it? so that was that was or maybe i'm missing the point favorite, on that, that was actually i love track. that song that but like favorite track. yeah, that's yeah. Good. yeah. That's that shit dope. that shit was hilarious when he was talking about like he was talking about like an ex or something yeah like, oh, <laughs> man that i was like i was listening as i was doing my work and i was like oh i kind of need to pay attention because i can't, yeah. <laughs> I can't even speak the heart because i i, I kind of glossed over that album okay yeah so if i so anyways for me okay so Oh, and I didn't even mention the Fonte and uh, mm-hmm. Eric Roberson. That's kind of like an R&B um, hip-hop, but you guys need to listen to that. If you I can't stand Fonte. Really? Whoa. Okay, then you don't yeah. want to listen to it. Though. Really? I think that Minstrel Show is mm-hmm. one of the most overrated pieces Whoa! of whatever I've ever heard. <laughs> we got to have a whole episode <laughs> no, on that. No, we don't. I'm going to tell you wow. right now. I listened, When that album came out, I listened to that album like five times, and I've combed it over bar for bar. Uh-huh. And there's only one good line on that entire album, on and it wasn't even show. from that. It was the one where he's like, um, when, when I was like, when I... Need, when I want a girl, I need a girl, and when I don't want a girl, I need a girl. That is Fonte. That is Fonte. Yes, it's the only good line on the entire album. The rest of that album, I'm like, no. I'm Fon- sorry, Fon- like so solo. Fonte is on that album, dog. Look, I you I, are just I, wrong. I disagree. I and, think and the chat, and, and so I think, the, I think the whole world who likes that who likes that album, including the source. See, I'm not even talking about that album. Yeah. I'm talking about so the charity starts at home album that he did. Yeah. That is one of the best albums that came out. That year, 11, I agree. 12 or something. Yeah. So, but I understand. Minstrel Show, it wasn't a great album. I loved me. Minstrel Show. Everybody cool. else did. I, it yeah. was cool when it came out, but I wouldn't say it's like one of the best albums. So, I, I understand. I that. just, I, I never understood the lyrical hype behind. Um, Dog, I love Minstrel Show. I, I, I love the concept. That was the first time I really, I was like, oh shit, like, um, Fonte can sing. That was, yeah. that was the first time. So, he's like, oh, he's Y'all have fun talented. with that. Yeah. yeah. Like, but I'm, anyway, so funny. Yeah. So, um, this is a side story because I like to tell side stories. Kile, uh, who yeah, you met, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kile produced a song that had a uh, little brother on it on, when, back when he was putting out his uh, Kile and Zaire uh, project. And they shot a video for the song that had um, them on it. 
And he was talking about how when they were doing a video shoot, how Fonte is just so funny. And how like Fonte just had everybody dying to the point where like they almost weren't even able to shoot all the scenes because like he was like if Fonte wanted to never rap again he could have a career as a stand-up comedian and like make more money than all these comedians out here because he's just really funny and Minstrel Show you get to see that he can sing you get to see yeah. that he's funny you get yeah. to see that he can rap like he really showcased himself. I refuse to go back to see listen to Minstrel Show. Again. Don't listen to Minstrel Show, man. Listen, listen to, to charity stuff. I will so I will give his other stuff a chance, especially now since I'm actually coming back to hip hop. There's a lot of stuff I'm catching up on. I'm I'm going to schedule. So you're gonna you're gonna start this. I'm gonna schedule in one month. We are going to have an episode where you apologize to me for saying <laughs> these nope. negative things about Fonte because I will, Fonte I will, is I will never one take of anything. the dopest MCs of this of this time. I will frame. never take it back about the Mitchell show. I, I legitimately think that everybody who thinks that the lyrics on that album are good are crazy. Okay. I legitimately I, think that. Check out check out Charity Starts at Home if you still right. think he's trash. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's trash. Even, I should probably stop even, I should probably stop using that word anyway. Yeah, you should. Well, no, e especially just, on that. So no. <laughs> uh separate but equal. That is one that of the best mixtapes ever. What? Like that mixtape was crazy. Yeah, it was insane. That's, yeah, that's better than a lot I'll of their albums. Yes, yes. I'll give them. I'll give them. A yeah, chance, they, they have like, like that, they have like that two mixtapes that, that like yeah. the, the separate but equal. Chillin' circuit, the, the joints. Chillin circuit joints. We we we've got to have a, 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 a. We're gonna run this topic back. But anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so 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 Kendrick. Okay. So damn, Wale's joint. I remember what it's called the shine or uh, the shine dj yeah. quick uh problem rose um those would probably be like my top three so far so you got to talk one. about the order let's 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 yeah. pick one <sighs> all right we'll come back yeah what come back come back, back. <laughs> go, what do you go. Got? all right um so uh, yeah you gonna put me on the spot nah um <laughs> so I looked at first because I was like, there's not that many albums. And you no, said the same thing, right? You said, you, no, no, no. When I, when I first said it, you were like, what really came out? Yeah. And then and then we looked it up and we were like, shit, yeah, there's, there's a, a ton lot. of things there's that came out. Um, so there's obviously, a lot from old school artists too. Like Raekwon had an yeah, album. Yeah, Raekwon had an album I was going to mention. Um, so my, my my liner notes here, the my top three, I would say, um, the Rick Ross. Okay, I need to listen um, to the entire thing. I haven't had the chance uh, to do that. Better You Than Me, I think is what it's called. Kendrick Dam, mm -hmm. Odyssey, The Iceberg. Okay, uh, those are my three. Um, and then outside of my three, I have you know my honorable mentions, which is uh, Freddie Gibbs, You Only Live Twice. Okay, um, the JID, The Never Story. Uh, I wasn't feeling that one as much as I heard that so from a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, one of the homies, uh, Lee, who you've met, he yeah. he essentially was just like, "Yo, this I guy did. sounds like a fake Kendrick kind of." Yeah, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, this kid sounds like." If you took Kendrick and you moved him to Atlanta, like, and he only listened to Outcast albums for like five years, and you put out an album, that's what. Yeah, like he 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 like. does he could spit, but yeah. his, his style just I yeah. wasn't And then last but not least, the 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 closer four mm -hmm. four four. Mm -hmm. That's on my honorable mention list. I haven't listened to it enough to put it above the Rick Ross album okay. or the Kendrick album. But um, I think that it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the my top three uh, once I listen to it a little bit more. So I need to finish listening to Rick Ross. I have not had a chance to do that, but I did start it. Um, I started the Wale as well. I liked what I was listening to. I can understand why you would like it. It's 
it was the the first like six or seven tracks i'm like yeah like this is cool so i, I think maybe i'd have to c- go back and try to listen to it with it with with new ears um mm-hmm. i personally yeah. don't think wale is very good at rapping so he's not you know it's not like a crazy lyrical album right it's no like but it's a, a good riding around album, the music's good yeah you know? he he has like a, a afro beat joint on there right a couple of afro beat joints and you know um he he does them well yeah. You know, obviously because of uh, his heritage, our heritage right. itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's got a joint, the Columbia Heights joint. Yeah, I'm to that, yeah. You know, like, if mm-hmm. me, where I'm at, it's all, it's like half the people are Mexican. So I'm right. vibing that joint, you know, right. speaking the Spanish. I mean, so, That's you know, he's, he's got it's, good stuff. Is there a there. Spanish population in Columbia Heights? There used to be. I'm not sure if there is. Uh, I don't okay. even know. If so that's a neighborhood, yeah. Here in DC, yeah. 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 And with all the gentrification <laughs> yeah. going around, I don't right. know. But I know it used to be thick with uh, with the uh, the Hispanic Latino. Okay, that's dope. We we'll have to go through. I have to go back through that album and give it another chance. So. But um, I yeah, did listen to the Big Sean. I did enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did listen to Migos, and. I enjoyed actually like the first four tracks. It's called Culture, right? It is called Culture. And I, I like that song. Yeah. It opens with Culture with Khaled. Okay. Uh, I did like the first four tracks. Two of them, you know, uh, T-Shirt and um, mm-hmm. and Bad and Bougie. Mm-hmm. And then there's another track on there, like All Ass. It's like a hit. It's like, all right. But the rest right. of them, the rest of the album kind of bored me. But okay. it started off strong. Um, so you that know, was cool. I feel like what helped Migos a lot when they dropped is their, their album came out around when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everybody was like just... Because everybody thought they were going to win. Like, everybody was super hyped for everything Atlanta. Atlanta. So when that album came out, I felt like it kind of got, like, a push from from Uh, that, if that makes sense. I don't think the album was, like, you know, in another six months, Uh how much. Speaking of which, this is is off topic, but... um, did you guys notice how in the NBA Finals, uh, Kendrick was every single commercial? That's that's why that I, was awesome. It was dope, but like, so I didn't really listen to the album as much. I heard it too much. Because you heard you know it too much. Yeah, yeah, like it's on everything. So I just was like, wow, that's an excellent look. He probably made so much money off so. that, that game. I hope so. I really yeah. do. Fonte also had an uh, NBA commercial. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. The Russell Westbrook won MVP. He did like yeah. a rap cartoon thing. That was pretty oh. dope. Look, I'm not going to just because I don't understand what other folks get doesn't mean that I want I wish bad for him. I want I want black people to be successful making money. Oh, I don't say that. I do. That means you think he's whack. Because <laughs> when, when people say I think, like, like I think Mitchell like, Show like, is whack. I think Mitchell Show is whack. I haven't heard anything else. Like that was the first album I heard and I thought it was bad. It's like so when people be like, oh yo, little Yachty's trash. Yo, he's a black man out here getting money. You know, I just, I want all black men to get <laughs> the, money. The, the, only th- the only thing for Yachty, though, is that, like, I don't want you to be a complete caricature and a coon. Like, I don't want you yeah. to tap dance well, for, for these people. Well, Fonte is definitely not that. No, 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 so, of course not. All right, but anyway. So, um, what so else other albums that I checked out were, I did check out that Joey Badass. Mm-hmm. And I oh, yeah, can't say that. that I'm impressed with him as a lyricist, but I mm-hmm. really like that album. I really mm-hmm. support it. Um, you know, it was it's, it's called American Badass, and of yeah. course, he takes like the moniker from uh, Ice Cube, you know, with the KKK in yeah. it, and it's just all like, "Stop killing us, mm-hmm. let's go, black people, like Black Lives Matter." Like that's yeah. all it is. He even has like the the, the clip from 
the, the, the little girl in North Carolina when she's pleading with like the court they're like why are you guys killing us stop killing us and she's right. like in tears and I was yeah. like oh like but it's you know I, I, I really really liked what he was talking about that's really if dope I wasn't all that impressed I think I need him. to give it another run um, you I've, I've stated multiple times how I feel about Joey Badass mm-hmm. as an artist um, but I, I do I did know that this album was going to go in a different direction and that it, yeah. it had growth he put out the song Devastated first that was like the first single I don't um, I, I can tell you the track so Devastated, the one that like has like auto tune and stuff on it okay, and yeah. I was like this feels like a very blatant reach for hit hit records because he kind of had never had them before maybe but it worked really well for him uh he started getting listed in all these spotify playlists and etc so i was like i'm very interested to see what shape this album takes as a result of him going so far left with that song what i appreciate the most is the fact that i think joey badass is like 22 23 and i think you know that young. uh i thought so i think he's mid-20s either way there are a lot of folks in his age group who a lot of folks who were i guess performing Mm -hmm. artist wise who you know couldn't be flummoxed with all this shit that's going on like black lives matter and the fact that he's gonna say you know what i'm gonna do something you know i'm gonna do what i can to put it out there like i really i really respected that right so so you know big up to to joey badass for his american um, american badass i'll be listening to it again um, but the ones to me that, that are going to be the best, just right off the bat, is that that Jay Z four four four. That's the top for me. That's your number one That's already. Number one. So, Easy. So here's what we got to do. Easy, man. Because what you, it's, this is uh, we talked about this a little bit before, mm-hmm. like in the NBA when you talk about MVP, right? It's always LeBron. It could be LeBron every year. <laughs> right. So when these albums come out, it can be Jay. It could be Kendrick every, every album. Year, yeah. So I would like us to set those aside. I'm not going to do that. We know. Listen, no, I'm not saying that you can't say that they're (laughs) like, you know, not great albums, but like what besides that, if you had to not say that, what else would you say? We're not. not, I just said I haven't even finished my list. All right. Uh, I'm not going to set that aside for Jay-Z, though, just in the sense that, you know, his last two, Blueprint 3 and uh, Magna Carta, whatever it was called, Holy Grail, they weren't very good. Um holy grail did have uh my my like my anthem like uh fuck with me you know i got it i yeah. love that shit but aside yeah. from that you know i wasn't really feeling it but this four with four c monologue yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this four 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 uh i was really really feeling um yeah. it's it's so good to see him going that grown-ass man uh direction taking responsibility for his own shit and then like telling telling black folks is like look all this stuff that you guys are talking about all this stuff that you guys think is important is not like mm. let's start building like what are we doing so for me and that's that's about as much as i'm going to say about it because we okay. will have an episode completely dedicated I mean, to this album i have to listen to that because i feel like jay's yeah. done that already this album's not the first time he's done that i'm not sure if he did it i think he's i think he was really really effective with the way with the way he did it on this one um my I think he was really two, explicit with it that was like he made that the point of the yeah. album for the first time my yeah. number two will, will, will go out to that kendrick um and even though you know oh. i'm not as impressed oh. lyrically as y'all but you know how i feel about the music yeah. i think the music on that is is amazing the kendrick uh, and I, hater look, gave him the number two spot i like kendrick, <laughs> I like kendrick lamar i just i lyrically i he i just don't put him up there with you but that doesn't mean mm. i can't like him and support him i bounce with him i've up. been i've been i've been bumping the 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 good kid mad city i've been bumping yeah, that this that's week. Fine. but uh all right now here's here's gonna be the controversial one right and you guy knows where this is going <laughs> he he doesn't want to admit it to himself but but he knows where this is going i legitimately fuck with that two chain shit 
Mm. I yeah, I've been riding. Album. Yo, let me tell you. Like, here's here's the thing. The pretty girls trap. Like, pretty trap girls like music. trap music. Yeah. Yo, look. I didn't mention it, but it's a good album. So yeah. so most of these albums that I've been listening to, including Kendrick, you know, after after we recorded our podcast, I kind of stopped listening to it. I, I didn't get right. back in rotation. Yo, once that two chains dropped, it's been on my rotation. Like every other day, I listen to that shit. So I I really really enjoy it. So outlaw outlaw texts me and he goes. <laughs> Here it comes. He goes. Here it comes. Yo, this two chains album, when all is said and done, <laughs> it's gonna be remembered as a classic. So that comes Dog, with some caveats. I almost threw my phone he did. out he of did. the window. Now, so now I feel less bad about saying Wale. Here's where I was coming from, right? Uh, and this, so first of all, it would also it be it's dependent on how much buzz there is about the album, and I haven't actually heard all that much buzz about it. So mm. I'll probably have to take that back. But where I was coming from, <laughs> no, but the, the, where I was coming from was some of the joints that were like the hit records mm -hmm. i actually thought were like the worst ones on the album like the the one like big amount with drake or whatever like mm -hmm. i can't stand that song right. there's one with Nicki minaj that uh 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 two chains versus dope mm -hmm. and then every once she comes on I'm like i skip it because i don't like her part mm -hmm. um but like some of my favorite tracks like no one's really talking about and so the way i was putting it together in my head was like this it was like well if this has hits on it that i'm not really feeling but other folks are and then it's got other tracks on here that i am feeling that others aren't mm -hmm. eventually they will come around and like they'll start to like all of the records right and then it'll be seen like you know like this two chains album was actually really was really really good and so that's mm -hmm. kind of where i was coming from yeah. but like i think that uh first of all he, he doesn't mumble rap you can understand what he's saying and even if you don't like his vo voice which his voice isn't all that great it's crazy he's a mm -hmm. i mean he's always had that i'm not gonna say the wordplay is crazy but that that that's fair i think that it's he's actually he's actually really mature on this mm -hmm. album like it's oh. it's like he's talking about he's he is talking about the trap but he doesn't necessarily talk about it in an irresponsible way like i was really feeling where he was coming from mm -hmm. and like yo i like if you like ugk mm -hmm. there's some there's some there's some ugk ish beats that are on mm -hmm. here that are really really good and so yeah if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna put oh put a put aside the top joints right yeah. so we're gonna put aside jay-z we're gonna put aside kendrick mm. joint that i'm gonna ride with is gonna be that two change pretty girls like trap music i mm. fuck with it outlaw co-signing you guys might think i'm crazy uh, but yeah. I, that's I, I, shit. i've been bumping that too but yeah. I, it just recently came out um ross is gonna be mine but um, cool. um i mean you know we talked about this when the album dropped uh Rafael Sadiq is on the intro. He is. He is. I, he is. Any album yeah. that has Rafael Sadiq on the intro, yeah. I, I think you probably already won. That's not even me. fair though. He's, yeah, already, like, he's, already, he's already got Yinka's vote. <laughs> right. Like I, I heard the first song and I was like, okay, it's a classic. <laughs> no, nah, that's cool. Uh, but uh, but Odyssey, Odyssey, I think is. It's I, 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 I just kind of understated. Um, Odyssey's just been consistently making great music. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know he's out there. He's touring. He has a very specific and niche way that he likes to in, engage with his uh consumers and things like that so he's not the guy that's gonna be you know out there like a kendrick or something like that pushed by the major labels but he's been really consistent and i mean you really have to applaud that there's some great music on iceberg yeah i'm gonna have to yeah. check that out there's also there's, there's a lot of things that came out you know there's a uh, sid the kid had her album yeah not necessarily hip-hop but if you're into that you know right, you probably right. like it logic had an album out yeah. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of old school cats that had albums like Prodigy yeah. had an album, Raekwon, right, Coogee right. Rap. I just listened to Coogee Rap. Yeah, how was that? I actually enjoyed it. I mean, look, yeah. I, I love Coogee. Right. Um, of of the '80s rappers, mm -hmm. 
He's probably my favorite. I put him mm-hmm. above you Ice put him Cube. Above I put him Rock above Rockham. Wow. I definitely put him above KRS. Uh-huh. I think Kuji is just that dude for me. Yeah. He's he's almost in my elite. Like that's how highly I think of Kuji rap. Mm-hmm. But uh, I liked it. It's got some. It's got some decent production on there. Yeah, um, man. Um, uh, the the Raekwon was good too. Yeah, it was. It was? Yeah, it was right, good. I'm, I'm gonna check that out. Ice Cube just got an album out. Snoop Dogg, uh-huh. I think, has so, an album out. Yeah. So game. let's let's talk about that in a second. <laughs> yeah, but a but the Raekwon, um, he actually put out as a single this song called Marvin, right. where mm-hmm. he essentially runs the like life story of Marvin. Marvin Con- Gay. Marvin Gay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah and it's really dope. It's like an ode to Marvin Gay, kind of like when um when Nas did the unauthorized biography of Rakim or whatever in uh, word. in Street's Disciple, but with a much better beat. And uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. you know it's the woo, and like I said, I'm coming I'm coming back into this hip hop thing like full. So let let's full let's talk about specifically the Snoop, right? Uh, um, which I haven't listened to yet. Okay. Yeah, I got about halfway. Through. It's okay, right? My my issue is um we talk about and we applaud how. Jay-Z and Nas have kind of come into their own with this kind of mature grown man, mm-hmm. I have grown people problems rap, right? right? And how this is kind of almost becoming its own subgenre now because, you know, No ID is putting out these albums that are good hip hop albums that are talking about shit that's not what everybody else is talking about. But it's about legit, things we care about. Right. Snoop Dogg is also an elder statesman of hip hop. Yes, he He's a golden era MC who comes, you know, from a time period where he was putting out classic albums, and we all he remember did. him very fondly. His music doesn't necessarily sound like his age at this point. Um, and you know, I mean, I I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Yeah, yeah. he he does a lot. It seems like his last five or six albums mm-hmm. a lot of different directions right yeah lion yeah oh, which i did the joint to. with pharrell that the was joint, like yeah, really yeah, out there bush or something yeah like that. yeah um and then so i feel like with this one he tried to like take it take back it back to, to 92 right yeah you know which is cool but at the same time it's like it's like fam snoop, like you yeah. you have gray dreads right like and i'm not trying to clown i'm yeah, just because I, I love snoop uh not probably not as much as outlaw because outlaws actually a huge snoop fan. yeah uh, i like i like i love snoop but too but i have i, like I have I my like west snoop. coast playlist but like yeah. everything that's on there is probably like from 2005 and, oh okay you know, i know or everything after that like yeah but i mean i I just feel like at a certain point you know these folks and a part of it is our fault as consumers right we need to consume and applaud people because why is there an urban adult contemporary for white people music and there isn't for black Mm -hmm. people music right we need to support our our elder more on the r&b side yeah but not not for rap rap. but but that makes it makes sense though that it's not for rap i mean well because look hip-hop didn't really start becoming mainstream until in like 85 86 that's a long time for it now. is a long time but like what do you expect the, the thing is this what right? i'm saying is your older brother mm-hmm. right when whoever i mean he's he's more so in our age but yeah. like you know the people who would be technically are the younger parents and yeah. older brothers so of folks us, late 30s early 40s right like they should be going out and supporting when i don't know rakim or dougie they fresh do. or do Yo, a show rakim right? and curtis blow like perform they come out dog dougie fresh did a show at the park I saw it. I saw his tour van. His tour van looked like one of those white rape vans that they be that they be staking out uh, on on I, Law and Order. Think, right. And and there was like two women who knew who Dougie Fresh were, was, and they were like, "Oh my god!" And everybody else was like, "Yo, you're Dougie Fresh." Yeah, dog. but you know what I mean. What about like someone like New Edition? Okay, 
like when they perform, people are gonna come out for them. They're not, they, they, they're they not have, like, out stadiums. They, they have stuff that crossed over to like popular. That's no, true. but that, no type music. White folks aren't coming out for that. But, but, but what I'm saying that. is, right? If if Bono does a show right now, Verizon sure. Center is packed out. Sure. If Dougie Fresh or Slick Rick or somebody does a show, right. they might get but the, the 9:30 is, club. The audience is much smaller for them. And the, the thing but is, that's, this, that's why. That's what I'm talking no, about. But, uh, he, the, I think that the maturity of hip hop has everything to do with that. Because when Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick, whatever, were coming up, like. First of all, it was hard for them to sustain careers. Like if you were coming up in the 80s, unless you got really lucky, even if you had success, you probably still had to do something else to get work, to get job. Like I don't think the hip hop really started yeah. becoming financially That's viable fair. as a career. So maybe about but, like the mid 90s. But what I'm saying is if they aged with their audiences, like no, like what I, I what I'm patting Jay-Z and and Nas on the back for is they're now creating music that ages with their audience. So so they're making music that we're like you know, we're we're not even but, necessarily in their age group, but we're like, oh yeah, wow, like own property, like I oh, think, you know, daughters, like we we can engage with that. But I think that Jay Z was given the chance to do that. I think that for Public Enemy and Run DMC to try to do that, I think that hip hop was still too mm -hmm. young, you mm -hmm. know. And and so I think that I don't think that there was a space for Elder Statesman at that time. You know, like Rock Ken would try to come back, had yeah. some success. You know, the real hip hop heads like myself, you, we appreciated it. Yeah. But I mean, like, it was hard for them to, to really get that. Now, though, now that Jay Z is a legitimate star, mm. he can do that. Snoop is a legitimate so, star. Right. And he so, can do that. Stuff being born out of, like, mm. you know, the civil rights. And, right. You know, that wasn't a popular. That's true. You know, I, so, so back to Snoop, right? Yeah, let's go, like, let's go back to Snoop. So Snoop is, makes this album that's a, like about 1992, or he's like kind of trying to take it back to doggy style or whatever mm -hmm. 93 um i just there's no I, I don't know if snoop i want him to be successful but he's not i'm just he's, not listening to successful. any of these albums yeah. that he's making like, he's, who's listening I, to them snoop, like, snoop is a success i feel like he's he's just he's collaborating with people and just kind of take like vibe like he's just vibing he goes to their vibe like if pharrell's making a, a like a album with him he'll just go to pharrell's vibe do some because shit and the then first leave. pharrell the rng i think yeah, it was like yeah. that was a dope album it was cool but, i thought the first one was the church from the church to whatever that church was more to the palace. Like a that was a song tape, right that was, was that was paid the cost to be the boss i thought or was well, he always yeah. had like Pharrell tracks, but right. like I think RNG was like the first. Like Pharrell did like a most good number of the albums. He had like the beautiful Which, and the the beautiful. Uh, yeah, that was that was that was the I, album before. Or that, that was, was paid the, the cost. Yeah, that that's you're right. Yeah, yeah. And that, that had church beautiful. from the church of the palace. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, okay, that, that that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that yeah. that project, like I you said, was a Pharrell album. I like that album a lot. Actually, yeah, he's been collaborating with Pharrell. Like then he did the Bush one. And that was like yeah. way. Yeah. I never, I never heard that. Yeah. So. But anyway, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I just, you know, back to that. I think, I think, you know, guys like Snoop um, and even Cube, um, mm -hmm. which I think Cube's one of the things Cube that sounds like he's said, trying to be mature, though. One of the yeah. things that Panama said, he was like, you know, he kind of needs a boogeyman. I think mm -hmm. his his whole like, I'm fighting the power. Yeah, like it, it doesn't go over as well you know in Probably an that. era where he's on ride along or whatever the fuck like you know what i mean yeah I, but it sounds so kind of stopped listening to him from the few tracks i heard it sounded like he was acting his age yeah so i mean i'll, I'll give his his album a legitimate listen to as well yeah but, i uh, think but i think our, a lot of our artists that are from that era and that age group like i like i kind of like to see them 
maturing with their fan base yeah. and then i'm hoping the fan base also gives that love back you know to, to yeah. support that I, I, if you listen to the cool g rap i'm not sure if it's a mature subject matter but it doesn't matter like he's got a he's lot telling of telling stories on, on there uh yeah he's got a few and he he's got a lot of lyricists on there like he's got a verse uh sean price has bars on there oh wow yeah he managed to get sean price in there before before he passed yeah so the track was recorded price. like two or three years ago or something like that yeah but uh yeah Boop. go go check that out if you're if you're if you're a g fan like i am so yeah so so right, should that else? wrap it up i mean yeah i don't know if we, you guys have any other albums we should talk about before we close it up uh dj Khaled no. shit came out pretty recently it was the the most bland um assortment of just the names on the tracks are better than the tracks that i've ever heard in my whole oh, life what did you, the major key joint was that this year? Major that was last key. year but yeah I Yo, that joint was cool. Though. That, that joint yeah, was straight. That, it had the Nas on it. Yeah, it had Kendrick on it. So I think I saw a meme on the internet and it says something about like, uh, like he DJ Khaled be collecting the like. Yo, stop bothering me, bro. I'm busy. Versus like, like, like all the verses are like this, these phoned in verses where they're like, Khaled, stop hitting me up. Just take this, like, and that's what the album sounds like. It sounds like just like all this shit where like nobody's actually focused. You talked about in the in the firm episode. You're like, yo, it doesn't sound like they were focused and they were really yeah. sitting there trying to put something together. The Khaled album just sounds like a whole bunch of unfocused tracks to me. Okay. With with, uh, with some Santana on there. With the fake Santana song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All, right. Trash. All right. Anything else before we wrap no, this one no, up? I think, that, I think that'll wrap it up. Um, we do have some things coming. We keep talking about this Panama episode. Essentially, yeah. uh, we, re we had a conversation with Panama. We spoke for like three hours. Yeah. And my audio got cut out because... Yeah. It, it sucks it just kind of happened so we're trying to figure out a way to edit that we'll be we'll be getting that out and then we we will be having a, a full review of 444 <laughs> with my man Imhotep, um who is a jay-z fan but is also a big fan of this album in particular and the subject matter so we'll be discussing that cool uh and i think that's i think that's it um i also want to give a shout out to our listeners um yeah. you know ken here he's a big fan and yeah. we we were, we're starting you, to get a little bit of a, a little bit of buzz a little bit of following uh shout out to all the fans and let me shout out someone in particular uh patrick dernese i just want to shout you out for listening that's it yeah shout out to everybody who listens uh we have a few folks that definitely listen a lot i know haas listens a lot yeah um, as well so yo thanks yeah, to all the folks keep that... doing it man there's somebody that listens and you know thanks you guys for having me today um you guys you know like i said do a good job so keep keep doing it for sure you know with the real job and life it's hard to get to do <laughs> it, it is i'll be listening on my drive into work you know like what he said Kendrick is whack, man. Did you hear Rick Mortis? Did you hear Rick Mortis though? Like, need, yo, 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 yo. Y'all need to stop putting words in my mouth. I outlaw never said that Kendrick is whack. Outlaw likes Kendrick a lot. Yo, yeah. mad people hit me. You like, gotta keep yo, reinforcing that, bro. About? <laughs> yo, tell them they can come see me, and I'll go oh, bar for bar. Outlaw, try to throw hands. Yo, outlaw, try to throw You an old curmudgeon, dog. Like, you are you gonna stand this? Stand up. He's Joe Biden. He's like, I could take at least two and a half minutes. <laughs> if y'all have opinions that you would like to spread, express, you can you can come see me. Uh -huh. You can email us. Uh, going I, will down. Go, I will go bar for bar and break down why I think that Kendrick, to me, does not belong in that elite camp of MCs that I have mentioned. That's the only thing I ever said. I didn't say he was whack. I like Kendrick. <laughs>
like him a lot and and i'm definitely rooting for him i kind of want to see how he responds to the jay-z album so. dog i want to see um I, I still haven't seen the last video for uh what element yeah, just put out, he just put out the element what? video i posted it yeah, yeah i didn't even watch it i was like yo cats want to watch it you gotta make it look sexy man. yeah yeah not like that song all right well yeah signing off thanks kim for coming through it was great having you uh, peace peace